Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 115, How Mediums Can Develop Confidence. I want to share a little something with you before I even talk about this episode. It's something exciting. I am opening the doors to my Mediumship Mastery Circle, my online membership site for new mediums to come in. We have mediums from all over. We have such a sacred and loving, supportive group, and I would love to have you there. They're only open for a little bit longer, so go to lindsaymarino.com to get more information. Okay, so this show is all about tips on how you can get even more confident in your mediumship, and you'd be surprised at what's in here. It's not even just about mediumship. There's actually more to it. I've done thousands of readings over the years and I recognize with the ups and downs of mediumship what I needed for balance and to feel more confident. So I can't wait for you to hear the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about how mediums can develop their confidence. And Tony, you've lived with me for a while now, so you kind of know the ups and downs that I've gone through with mediumship. I definitely do. Before I met Lindsay in 2010, I wasn't aware that I actually was a medium, that I could communicate with past loved ones. And then as soon as I met Lindsay, it just took off from there. It's been building momentum ever since. So yes, I've experienced a lot of different things and insights and what it takes, you know, the low points of mediumship, the high points, what it takes to maintain confidence throughout all of that. Yeah, I've watched Lindsay go through the whole cycle of that. <laughs> yeah, it, I think one of the things that I want to say before we go further is there's going to be moments in mediumship where you're not going to have one of those readings where you felt confident. That's just going to naturally happen. But there's different ways to kind of catch yourself if you need to throughout mediumship process. So if you are a medium listening to this, you know exactly what we're talking about here, that there's going to be ups and downs, but there's some tips that we can give and share with you how to go deeper with the confidence level because there are two different things going on with mediumship. I mean, there's evidence and I think that's a big focus right now with mediums. Everyone's focused on, let's get the evidence. And I remember, do you remember when I was used to do that where I would just focus on the evidence? Yeah, you got you got hyper-focused on it to where you're like, wait, did I get enough evidence? Exactly. And you start to overthink it and use it as a tool to where it's probably not even meant to be used that way. Yeah, it wasn't. And it wasn't until a client said, well, I know this is my dad. You've given me all the evidence, but what does he want to say? Mm-hmm. Or what's the point of him sharing this? And I start to think about it and I'm like, why, why am I not having that balance? So having the balance of giving the evidence and proof that past loved ones are here, maybe it's memories, what they look like, how they passed, sometimes names come through, what else can come through during mediumship readings that I'm missing? I think you covered a lot of it right there. Songs, shared songs. songs. I mean, it, really anything. They could use anything, right? Right. What they did profession, what they like to do in their life. So a mix of that with the essence of spirit and the presence of spirit. And I feel like mixing those two together is really magical, but there's more to mediumship. So when I have a day where I feel like I'm giving a reading, I want to make sure that I'm in the most highly energetic space 
before I give the reading. So some things that Tony helped me with before I even thought to do it was just exercising before the reading or in between. So do you want to kind of share about how that affects the body too? Yeah, but there's definitely, well, we have all kinds of episodes explaining that, how movement affects the mind and the body, how it's all interconnected. But it goes back to your point to where you're talking about how mediumship is more than just giving readings and being really good at that. Mm -hmm. It's treating the whole medium, right? Yes. And remembering that we have a body, we are humans, we are, we're a powerful spirit as well, and all these factors going on. And I think a lot of times, not just in mediumship, but in any industry, you can look at people, forget that part of it, that yeah, you have the skill part mm -hmm. with your specific niche and industry and what you're doing, but don't forget the human and the body and all the self-care that's really, if, if you ask my opinion, that's the 80% right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like it is important, but I didn't think about it like that before because I was so focused on just developing the mediumship side of things. But I think with, even with readings, I'm thinking back to readings where I wasn't, I didn't have a water bottle with me. I wasn't drinking the water beforehand. Mm -hmm. I did notice a difference. And there are studies that have proven that staying hydrated actually keeps your focus, um, it increases memory. So when you're mildly dehydrated, your memory is affected, your brain cognition is affected, your focus is lost. So it's important to stay hydrated when you're doing readings. Also nutrition, I feel like that's a big thing too. Now, adding these components to your readings, exercise, nutrition, focused in on practicing your skills, naturally by making these small habits it's going to increase your confidence because you know you're going someplace and you know where to go but i don't feel like it stops there exactly and it, the whole point of this is to take a look at yourself as the whole person because say your mediumship is struggling for a week or two and you're like i'm not in the flow and all of that mm -hmm. well most people are going to just go to let me train more mediumship to where i think what we're talking about here is to develop overall confidence is to ask yourself the questions, have I been giving myself enough self-care in the past previous month? Mm -hmm. Have I been drinking enough water? Have I been, you know, how's my nutrition looked? Asking yourself all of those questions that cover the whole person. And then you'll find your holes rather than thinking, oh, I need to just double up on studying exactly. mediumship skills and I need to give more readings. And that's where the more is less. Because if you focus on one thing too much, it actually starts to decrease. Exactly. And there was actually a study that um, we were looking at the other day where there is space, actually having space in between things that you're focused on, repetitive things, actually brings more growth. So I think that's pretty powerful. So like Tony mentioned, yeah, you can practice readings. You need to practice readings if you're doing mediumship. You should be practicing. But there's also more to it. You gotta leave some breathing room, just like an athlete needs time to, you know, rest their muscles so that they can get even stronger. Well, right? an athlete's a perfect part of it because the athlete, of course, if you're a professional athlete, they must practice, say, basketball every single day. Like that's a common sense, mm -hmm. right? Just like mediumship practice, mediumship every single day. But what we know about sports, which if you don't know now you know, is that it's pretty much 80% mindset because you have all of these athletes in a league that are pretty similar. Like, they're, some of them are, you know, they stand out with their skills, 
but a lot of them are at a you know a level that's pretty even and what separates the top from the people that are just staying even with other people it's the mindset it's understanding you you are human it's understanding the nutritional aspect of it and the other side of it that we're talking about here that mediums also have mm-hmm. yeah exactly and that just reminded me when you said that about the ebbs and flows like the giving and the receiving and i think that's a big thing for mediums making sure that what you're giving you're also receiving because it could feel uncomfortable receiving as a medium because you're so used to giving to your clients so this is where the self-care comes in but also the mindset development so regularly during the week i'll either read or i will listen to an audio and it doesn't even have to be related to mediumship it could be related to something else that connects me even more deeply with my mindset. So I love Les Brown in the morning. I'll wake up in the morning and listen to Les Brown or Tony Robbins. And I feel like they're really motivational people and they talk about real life situations that can come up. You know, when you have that moment where you feel like, why am I having a bad day? And I just woke up like, what is this feeling inside? It's something that pulls you up and starts making everything real. I also believe with confidence comes stories, research, experiences. So when you're doing these mediumship readings, it's important to be surrounded with like-minded people, like-minded mediums. And I've noticed a huge difference um, in even classes that I've had when people get together and they can actually share and say, I've been through that too. A lot of my students or members of my membership community say, I'm having this issue. Have you experienced this? And there's like a, a bunch of comments underneath saying, I had the same exact situation come up. So it's that support. So think about with your mediumship, because I've observed it, Lindsay. What do you think is maybe one of the number one, one or two or three things that raised your confidence level? So you got attending trainings, you have the self-care, you have all of that. What are the few things that I feel like having yours? alone time is a big thing too. Like I really make time to be more alone and, um, you know, going out and being social, but also having 20 minutes alone mm -hmm. by myself before I even get into readings. I think that's important. So you got alone time. And then what do you think would be another booster of um, confidence with your overall mediumship skills and all of that? My language when I give the readings. I find that when I am giving readings and I notice my self-confidence switch or slip in that moment, normally I start to have a different tone when I'm delivering the message and it's almost like I'm asking a question. So I'll say, did he have a red car? Right there, my vibration, my aura comes in and I start to realize the opposite of what should be happening. So I feel like my language and saying, I see, he's showing me the red car right now. He's telling me this, I'm feeling this from him. And it's speaking in a way like that. Now, the thing that helped me with that, I felt, was when I was doing platform demonstrations, audience readings, because you don't have much time to give mm -hmm. the message. You have about, usually I take about seven minutes because the whole audience will get bored if you go beyond that. And I've had that happen too. But one of the things that I recognize with that is the language and being really clear and confident that you're trusting the spirit realm, but you're also trusting the information. So I can catch myself if I'm not there. Because right. it will happen. It's gonna and I feel like happen. a lot of that came from you're somebody who's continuously training. You're continuously yeah. surrounding yourself around other like-minded mediums and like-minded people in general. 
And I've noticed that each time you go and get that extra support, you're coming back recharged. You're coming back refreshed yes. because you can have the conversations with those specific groups of people that you can't have anywhere else. Right. Yeah, you have to have people that understand you. And I think this is really important. It's just like sitting in a teacher's lounge. When we were, when I was teaching third grade, they always say, oh, if you want to go to the teacher's lounge, you never know what's going to be in the teacher's lounge because everyone's talking. So you can either be a part of the conversation where people are complaining about things or you could be part of the conversation that's like growing and, and having fun and laughing. I'm not saying to fake emotions because things are going to come up no matter what. Well, that's the power that's of the, the support reality. too is when you get to these support groups, you're able to, to let loose these emotions that right. you're not faking, that are maybe it's pain, maybe it's like frustration, that if you said that to somebody else, like say a medium comes in and they're, they're having this overwhelm of energy because they're given all these readings, well, if they're trying to share that with somebody who doesn't give readings, I mean, they're going to sound like they're crazy, right? No, one. exactly. Or they could. They're gonna, it's not going to be relatable. Now they come back to the support group, and it's like you said, with your students in your mediumship mastery circle, it's like somebody has a problem, and it's like, oh, I have that problem too. And just knowing that you're not the only one having that problem, like I know in my experience as a coach, when I see other coaches have similar problems as I do, I'm like, ah, it's like a fresh breath of air to where I realize, wait, this is just part of the journey. And now it's my chance to figure out, okay, you went through this. What are some insights and skills and processes that you went through to kind of like maintain this to where you're not going to, you know, lose your momentum and lose your interest in mediumship? That's true. I agree with that too. But what I was saying is, is there going to be two different places. There's going to be a place of like a healthy place to do that in. But then there's also going to be a time where you feel like it's not energizing. Do you know what I mean? Like you put it, make it real. So you want to be in a space where if you're practicing, you're practicing and you're, you're excited to practice, you get practicing and you also share your concerns and things that come up, but mm -hmm. you get things done. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's having that balance of being able to share and then being able to practice. Right. Oh, so that's like the biggest thing right there is to have you're practicing in that too. safe space and you're also able to share in right. that safe space. So you just want to make sure that you're, you know, feeling that feeling of being excited to practice and share and be vulnerable, but also you're you're getting to work too. Like you're not making excuses while you're working. You're like, okay, let's let's solve this problem and feel like that's happening. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because if, if they don't have a safe space to go practice in and you're just you're practicing, you know, at your house, but then you have half the people there that don't believe in what you're doing or or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just not a safe space. It's like, you know, it's very sacred, this work that you're doing. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, it's it sacred. So just kind of feel out where, because you're going to feel drawn to a certain place to practice. And I think that's important to pay attention to that too. Um, what else am I missing? I feel like there's a lot to cover. All right, so just to recap what we covered so far, the, the way that you've been able to build your confidence as a medium over the years is to have that support, mm -hmm. right? To practice your mediumship in a safe space. Yes. To have self-care, which is, you know, includes alone time and really just tuning into yourself. If you need a massage, go get a massage that day. Mm -hmm. Um, if you don't need to do anything at all, don't do anything that day. Um, and then what else? Am I missing anything that's really helped um, build your confidence? 
I feel like taking time to reflect, that was a big thing. If I had a reading that didn't go that well, I used to beat myself up and focus on it for days. And I'm like, oh, I didn't feel like it was that great. They might have been happy with it, but I didn't feel that great about it. So you could call it like more intelligent reflection. Yeah, it's more effective Or effective reflection reflection than ineffective reflection. Because ineffective reflection, I've seen this as a teacher too, and you have too to where, and you've actually done it, I'm sure, just like I did. To where ineffective, you're thinking of all the things that you did wrong, and you're you're feeling bad about it, and you're you're just feeling really bad. It's like a bad feeling. Yeah. To where a healthy reflection, because as teachers, we're we're taught to reflect, reflect, reflect. The healthy reflection is what? Yeah. What did I do? You know that was bad. What did I do? Or you know that wasn't as effective. What did I do that worked? You know how could? And then you you just process it from a space of it's okay. This is part of the journey. This is my practice. It, I don't have to feel too sad about it, too happy. Right. It's more just like, oh, that happened. It's like an athlete looking at film. Oh, instead of taking that jump shot right there, I could have maybe passed the ball a little bit more right there. Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, you know speaking right away, I could have paused maybe for a second longer if you're a teacher. Um, all of these different things. But yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah, that's a huge one. I think one. that's important. And even with you know, mediumship, sometimes you do have to write it down or you do have to tell someone that you trust. Like I usually tell you, um, I'll say, I'm feeling this way or I'm, I'm feeling that way or I need to go and recharge. But I think trusting that feeling and really coming inward, but also picking and choosing with what your what conversations you're going to be a part of and what you're not going to be a part of. That's because a it, it's very easy to get sucked into saying, Oh, I did so bad and continue the conversation mm-hmm. like I used to do that after events like oh I could have done better and like really internalized it for a while right um, and I, I can remember a few events to where it's like I was like wow I was blown away because it's, uh, the event went so well and then you come back oh that one part that works yeah. like I'm like what one part okay yeah understand okay yeah you could have done this you know, you could have done it this way, which is good that we talk about that, right? right? But now but I it's talk important. about it in a different, like, we well, no, still I have, say it. We still different. say it, and that's, a, that's the point I'm bringing up, is, like, we still say it in different ways, but it's, like, I notice with you, it's from every year, it's from a healthier and healthier, healthier space. Yeah, and it didn't start there. And it goes, it doesn't start there, and it's, the thing is with this, it's never ending, right? Because as humans, we have infinite potential, meaning we can always get better at what we're doing. Yeah. So even someone like you, Lindsay, who... You're a professional medium, you've been doing this, this is your career, like, you're very confident in it, you still reach out for support. Yes. Compared to the person who's just beginning and out, they really need support at the beginning because you're you're so vulnerable, especially if you're, so you've been doing mediumship for 10, 15 years, but you haven't done it as your business. Well, when you start your business, even as though you- It's a different story. It's a whole different story now, right? You really need that extra support even more so. So there's so many layers to this. There are. And I think the biggest thing is is to know that you're always going to need support. Yes. I'll never stop learning. I'll never stop asking for help. And I think when you stop learning and, and get very rigid on like, I don't need to learn anymore, whether it's from your guide or a teacher or whoever it is, that's when you know or if it's within yourself, like I'm good where I'm at, you have to go back to the basics and go back to the space where you started because we should always be learning and growing. Definitely. So and it's evident, it's evident out in the marketplace. You look at any professional in any industry, 
the top professionals. Mm -hmm. They have coaches. They have um, you know all coaches of all different sorts: body right. coaches, mindset coaches, corporate coaches, all of those different things because of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Well, we got, gave you a lot of information, so if you are a medium and you can relate to this, share with us anything that you've experienced. We want to hear from you, and we hope that this was helpful, and we cannot wait to see you next time. Oh, but wait, before we go, I do want to say one thing. Um, if you're watching this video, you may be watching it at a point where the doors are open to my Mediumship Mastery Circle. So they're open officially right now. So you could be watching the replay. We don't know if they're open right now, but no matter what, go to lindsaymarino.com and only open it a couple times a year. So join us if you are a medium. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.